Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools podcast and talk radio show on 101.7 FM WKOM. We're going to have a great show today. We have in the studio, Mike, we have Mr. Eddie Hickman. Welcome to the show, Mr. Eddie Hickman. Hello, how are you? Eddie, you have a long history of education, and we'll go through that in a minute, but let me make sure I get around the room and introduce all the guests on the show. You brought the guests today with you, and we're going to be talking about the Murray County Retired Teachers Association, and you brought with you your lovely wife, Miss Sheila Hickman. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Sheila, you've no stranger to the Big Yellow School Bus, so thanks for coming on again. I'm honored that you asked me. We need to finish our second segment of the history of the schools and the naming, right? Yes. Isn't that what we did the last show you were on? We got started and the time ran out. All right. And also, you brought with you, Eddie, you brought Miss Eloise Jones. Welcome, Eloise. Thank you for having me. Did I say your name right? You did. All right. She's a president president of our organization. All right. Miss Eloise Jones is the president of the Murray County Retired Teachers Association. Um, We're going to learn more about that association, but let me go ahead and go around the room a little bit and introduce Mr. Hickman to you and let him tell a little bit about himself and his teaching history and some of the things he's done in education. Well, I've got 42 years in the Murray County school system. Uh, Retired about eight years ago from being the uh, director of schools for approximately 12 years. Uh, I've been a teacher, physical education. I've been a coach. I've been a general science teacher, uh, taught multiple subjects at ha- good old Hampshire School in the 1970s, and uh, uh, worked my way through. I became assistant principal by accident at Columbia Central High School. Uh, then moved up to being principal for five years of Central High School, and then I became director of schools. Wow, that's a pretty impressive uh, um, resume of education. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, knowing what I do know about you, you also have a farm, right? Yes. So you're also a farmer. I'm also a farmer. I uh, produce uh, hay, and uh, I have seven horses. I have a carriage business also. Wow. And you have this lovely granddaughter, Miss Ellie Grace. Ellie Grace. Um, And I see her occasionally because my granddaughter goes to Baker Elementary, and I see you there. And she and my granddaughter are just so adorable. They're just little southern bells. They're just so cute. Um, I I really um, enjoy talking with Ellie Grace because she has such a well manner to her. And I think that's really because of her grandparents and her mom and dad. Oh, yes. We, we all live together <laughs> <laughs> on Mockingbird Hill Farm, and uh, she's a jewel. She, she's a good child, even though she's ours 
surrounded by all those educators. Yeah. But Sarah Elizabeth didn't follow, your daughter didn't follow in the field of education. She did something else, right? She did do something else. She's a historian. There but, you go. Uh, she does have a little teaching experience in college um, for a little while, and she found out that it was tough. Oh. Thinking is tough. You know, <laughs> interestingly enough, and I'll share this, that before my first career, I took upon myself to work for Columbia State Community College, and I did adult education. I did some teaching, teaching um, adults how to do things like um, Microsoft Excel, Word, PowerPoint, all that kind of stuff. And I had a blast doing it. And I thought, man, I should have become a teacher because it was so much fun. Now, I don't know if because I had adults it was fun or – Probably. You, know, you can say that helps. Yeah, it, might, it may have helped, <laughs> but I I just and, – and the people that were administrating it, they said, man, we get so many positive things about you when you're, when you're teaching classes. I'm like, well, it's because I have fun. Yeah. Uh, well, that was uh, that was my philosophy of teaching. If, if any of my former students are listening, my goal was – to have fun and to learn something, and I did it in that order. I, I uh, recently had to write up a biography because I'm going to do we're going to be the keynote speaker at Swanee for Delta Kappa Gamma, the International Society for Women Educators, and and I had to write down what my goals were or what my philosophy of teaching was, and that was it, have some fun. And if you can find any of my students, they're everywhere, about 3,000 of them, they will say, ooh, we had so much fun. <laughs> they may not remember to put one line under the subject and two lines under the verb, but they had a lot of fun, and they remember learning something. There you go. Um, I think it's great. My daughter's a teacher. She's in Anderson County over um, in East Tennessee, and she just loves being a teacher. Right now, I think she has fourth grade. Oh, I love She started out with kindergarten, and that was um, her first three years. A lot of work, she said. And then she got an opportunity to change schools and go to a fourth grade, and she is right where she wants to be. She oh, that's wonderful. All right, so, Ms. Sheila, your husband, Eddie, got a chance to tell a little bit about himself, and you've been on the show before, but tell our listening audience who have not met you or heard you before a little bit about yourself. Well, I, I, like Eddie, am a product of the Murray County School System. I graduated from Central in 1965, and all I ever wanted to do was come back and teach English at Central High School, and I got to do that. I got to do that for 28 years, and I ta- have taught all levels of English from the bottom to the top, and and I just loved teaching. I absolutely loved it. The the first year I taught school, I made the grand sum of $5,000 a year. And I would have taught for free. I was having so much fun. Wow. And then, and, and then in 1997, when Mr. Hickman became the principal, I left Central High School with many tears and much sadness. And I went to Cox Middle School. And I stayed there five years, and then I one day I said, I believe I'm going home. I think I might have left in the middle of the week. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But uh, I had a good experience at Cox, and, and uh, some, some of my Cox students now have become teachers and lawyers in this town, and it's so amazing for me to think of those little kids who were who were in middle school have now become lawyers and teachers and doctors and Indian chiefs because when you see middle school children, you wonder if they're ever going to be anything. 
because that is such a hard group because of their ages and their lack of who they are. Of My granddaughter's in middle school. I can it's relate. It's tough. Yeah. It's a tough age group. But uh, anyway, I, I went home, and uh, I've been retired 21 years. Oh, congratulations. And, and I, I hope to live. I taught 33, and I hope I live to be retired 33, and I will consider I have broken it even. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that introduction. I'm, I'm sure um, people love getting to know who you guys are, especially the Hickman family, a long history of Murray County. But I'd also like to introduce our next guest, Miss Louise Jones. We introduced you, but I'd like to let you tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself so they could understand who you are. Okay. Uh, I have been a resident of Murray County for 38 years. Uh, I am from Louisiana, a product of St. James Catholic School. Uh, My first job uh, was with the U.S. Department of Agriculture because I was a business administration major. So I worked with the Department of Agriculture for eight years as the purchasing agent for the state of Louisiana. We were relocated with my husband's job, which is Bell South. So my family and I moved to Lafayette, Louisiana. Of course, that was the oil capital of Louisiana, the oil center. And there I worked for five years with the U.S. Department uh, Social Security Office as a claims rep. We ro- relocated again, this time with three boys, to uh, Columbia, Tennessee. And I worked for two years with the U.S., again, Social Security Administration in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. And then I thought it was time to go part-time. My kids were all different ages, entering different schools. And so I worked as an adjunct faculty member for Columbia State. I worked in Lawrenceburg, Columbia, and in Lewisburg when they opened the school in Lewisburg. Um, I enrolled at MTSU to continue my education towards my MBA and I was asked to, to, uh, to major in business education instead because of the need uh, for teachers and technology. Okay. And the computers were coming uh, into the classrooms and the high schools. Um, so you became a teacher. That Yeah. And when, when Sheila said about she felt like $5,000, I felt like I was working for half my work <laughs> when I entered uh, <laughs> Murray County Public Schools. I I taught for six months um, at Columbia Central, and I think Mr. Hickman was my assistant principal. I remember some things clearly about him, uh, if I could share one, and that was uh, he came in to, uh, I guess, to, to, I don't know why he came in the first, I had only been there two days, but for an evaluation, a brief evaluation, and he said to me, you did excellent, but that one student sitting in the corner, a special needs student, you uh, did not go back. You went there once. And I said, well, I think once was enough because the student started to really, you know, reciprocate to the, and, and try to answer the question. So the student actually was doing his best. <laughs> so, uh, when I left Spring Hill after my six months at Columbia Central, uh, I started teaching at Spring Hill High School. And I taught there as a business technology teacher for uh, for 17 years. Wow, okay. Retired in 2013. Been retired ever since? Well, I worked for the Boys and Girls Club for about two years as a tutor. Great organization. Uh, It was very great. Uh, I was hired by Mr. Stevenson. Uh, 
He asked me to come in, and I said, no, I just left children. <laughs> but I started to work with, uh, you know, uh, at the uh, high school part of the um, association, uh, with, you know, the 14-year-olds, 13, 14 on up through high school, and found that that was a task that was really something that I, I enjoyed doing. I was still had my contacts with Murray County school teachers, so I could always ask them, you know, exactly where the students should be and what they needed help in. So I, I was very proud of my work there again, as I said, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I um, had some involvement with the Boys and Girls Club. I think I might have shared that once before. I was the board uh, chair in 2016. I spent five years on the board there. I had a lot of passion and love for that organization. They do great things, and currently they're in most of our schools right now. They uh, do provide after-school services, you know, tutoring, um, Snacks, all kinds of stuff currently through the Boys and Girls Club. They they became a rather large organization compared to the days when we were there. I When I started, um, Mr. Stevenson was just finishing his career there, and um, it was so much fun. I really had a lot of passion for that and had a lot of fun with that, the Boys and Girls Club. So I brought you guys in here today to talk a little bit and tell our listening audience about the Murray County Retired Teachers Association. And Miss Eloise, I believe you are the current president of this association, correct? That is correct. I have been president since 2019. So uh, when COVID hit, I think we were at a meeting over at Columbia State in March of 2020, and we stood on the parking lot at the end and tried to, what is going on? Is this, you know, we were, we were just all puzzled and there were things, other things that we wanted to do. We wanted to visit the new library, but we said, well, maybe we shouldn't do that because we don't know what is happening at this time. So actually, that was our first hearing because everybody said, did you hear before we came to the meeting what they're saying? You know? Yeah. And so, uh, yes. I had an interesting, because I hired in in January 2020. Go ahead, Mr. We had a board meeting out in the parking lot at Columbia <laughs> State and persuaded Miss Eloise to stay on president. And so she, for many, many years now, that's 2019 to 2023? Yes. And you're going to continue on as president, right? No, no, no this month, May 24th. May 24th, <laughs> she knows 24th, the date. We will install Mr. Hickman, Eddie Hickman, as our new president. Um, you know, he's he's been president-elect long enough. And he's going to have the assistance of <laughs> this lady, Miss, Miss <laughs> Sheila Hickman, will be there to help him. And we will all support him because Eddie has always supported me in everything that we wanted to do. You know, he was always there. If we needed something, I could say, this is what we need, Eddie. And he would make sure that it was there. Eloise has always... She's top-notch. She ought to continue as long as she wants to. Right. And I think that's the case right now. She's continued as long as she's wanted to. Right. And in May, she's going to give up the reins, correct? Now, you're going to be an active member of the Retired Teachers Association, of course. Yes, I will be. I served as secretary before becoming president-elect. Um, and so I, I think that it is now time. You know, we'll have Mr. Hickman, and he will come in. And uh, he would do an excellent job. He's going to have the support of all of us. And we will continue to do those things that we were doing. So he can get four-year term. Well, <laughs> it's supposed to be a two-year term. Okay, two-year term. But, uh, but if he really enjoys it, then he, <laughs> he, can <stay> <laughs> he, he can stay long if he really enjoys it. Sometimes it's hard in an organization uh, such as this because people are getting, you know, of age and uh, they're not wanting to accept those responsibilities right. because they see it as a, as such a challenge. 
Right now, I'm also serving on the uh, TRTA, that's the Tennessee Retired Teachers Association. I'm serving on the legislative committee here in Middle Tennessee. Okay. So I haven't. they have another job for me to do as well, so. Yeah, it sounds like a busy job. And, you know, thinking about it, as grandparents, too, we're all, always busy with our grandchildren. I mean, there's always something going on. You mentioned before the show that you had a busy calendar because of your grandchildren. You're going to Nashville or going here or going there, and and you have a very busy calendar right now, you said. I do. I have a busy calendar with a grandson in Florence, Alabama, uh, that is headed to Gulf Shores to run in the state track meet. And uh, the 1600, the 3200, and the 4x800. Oh, my. So, yeah, that's what I thought, and too. Three. And he, turned, he runs cross-country, and he plays football. So it's always, which sport are we going to, going to this time, and how long do we have to stay up? <laughs> oh, one weekend, it was, I think we, we arrived at home at 11.30 p.m., and at 10 a.m., we were supposed to be in Franklin to see a basketball game for my granddaughter who lives in Nashville. So we are pretty busy with the grandchildren. We were so glad to have them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I have three sons, and all of them were taught by Ms. Sheila Hickman. And, and they so, were wonderful. <laughs> three <laughs> sons. And, so, and I was so glad to have the granddaughters. So three granddaughters. One is at U, um, University. Uh, she's in Alabama, and she is in Huntsville. Very cool. Oh, this granddaughter. Coach, were you going to – I seen you – okay, I thought you were going to want to say something. I find this whole um, Retired Teachers Association uh, an interesting organization because we have a lot of teachers right now. And I believe there's a lot of teachers entering retirement nowadays and getting ready to join your organization. Is this a free organization for them to join, or do you have a dues, or do you have a membership, or how does this all work? Uh, We do have dues, and the the association is – also affiliated with the Tennessee Retired Teachers Association, as well as NEA Retired. So we do have dues. Our dues are $75 a year, but there are different ways in which you can pay those dues. By payroll deduction, if you are a member of the Murray County Retired Teachers Association after the year, what, 1992, 1992 uh, the dues are, are $40 as opposed to being the $75 uh, we have payroll deduction of $6.25 a month. You know, le- that's less than going to McDonald's probably once. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so yeah McDonald's is 10 bucks nowadays or more. <laughs> um, I also am a, re- a retiree from my first career, and I pay my dues there to belong to that organization. And I think it's the best thing you can do to be continually connected and have them resources and have that ability to – you know, just meet with people of your own um, profession. So I'm excited to learn more after the break about this organization and how you got Eddie Hickman to be the president-elect because I am a president-elect of the Tennessee um, School Public Relations Association, and I don't know how it happened. So <laughs> I, I was at a, it happens because you didn't go to the meeting. I was well, going to say, I, you didn't show up to the meeting. I was and there, you at went there the to meeting. defend yourself. <laughs> Hang on. I was at the meeting, and when and they were they were asking 50 people in the room, we need to get a new president because the current president said they are stepping down. They don't care. They've done it for six years. They're, they're done. And I was like, well, if nobody will do it. Okay, 
second the motion, <laughs> and that's how it came to be. Well, then we have a nominating committee. <laughs> say we're nominating Eddie Hickman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to uh, go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back with the Murray County Retired Teachers Association, Miss Eloise Jones, Sheila Hickman, and Eddie Hickman, after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks and my great-granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and Friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Heidi Hedrick, senior basketball player and captain at Santa Fe Unit School. You're listening to WKOM 101.7 FM, coming at you from Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. 
Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools podcast and radio show on 101.7 FM WKOM. You can visit the podcast by going to www.thebigyellowschoolbus.com. We have with us today in the studio the Murray County Retired Teachers Association, Mr. Eddie Hickman, Ms. Sheila Hickman, and Ms. Eloise Jones, who is the current president. Um, we've learned a little bit about them and, and talked to them a little bit in the first segment. Now let's dig in deeper to what this Retired Teachers Association is. What do you guys do? Um, I know you said there was dues that help support your association. Um, how big is this? Is this just Murray County? Is this um, statewide, federal? I mean, is it? Tell me a little bit more about it. Who wants to take that? Okay. Tennessee Retirement Teachers Association, <clears throat> we have about 8,000 members at this time. That's for the state of Tennessee. That's for the T-R-T-A. state of Tennessee, which is kind of low when we look at our surrounding states like uh, Alabama and Kentucky. So we are trying to also promote membership. Uh, TRTA is our advocate organization. It is the only organization in Tennessee that's totally dedicated then to promoting and supporting the rights of retired teachers. It is the only organization in Tennessee that serves exclusively as our advocate and legislative and other policy-making bodies. TRTA has a proud history of 65 years of advocating for retired teachers. Since its founding in 1957, it has worked tirelessly to promote the economic, social, and professional interests of retired teachers in matters involving their needs. And our primary thing is to make sure that we have that pension and it stays intact. Okay, and this pension is through the Tennessee Consolidated Retirement System. Pension plans throughout the state were consolidated in 1972, and since that time, TRTA has been active in ensuring that the plan is actuarially sound. To maintain this, we have an, an annual audit occurs. The legislator approves the added funds if needed and sets the employee contribution rate for the next year. Today, TCRS is rated in the top five plans in the country. Wow, that's impressive. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, we have good retirement system. You know, and you talk about retirement systems. In my previous career, I came from an organization through General Motors, and retirement used to be a given, and pensions used to be a given. Not well, anymore. The young people hiring in, I'm sorry to say, they are not getting a defined pension anymore. No. And that is sad to hear. And in, in an industry like that where you put in 30 to 40 years of your life to build and make the company, you know, prosperous – the fact that they're no longer wanting to offer a pension, I, it just, I just, um, I mean, I have mine, but I retired quite a fi- quite a while ago, and you know, and I see my 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 daughter and and who's a teacher and all the teachers I know, and I am so happy that this is still a part of the career for a teacher, not the highest paying career in the world, but it's the most admirable career that I can think of, you know, you're you're. You you are making a difference in the future of the world, the teachers in this world. They're making a huge difference. And the fact that you know, have an organization like the Retired Teachers Association, the TRTA, and we still have pensions for teachers, that's huge. And to be rated number five, that's huge. I mean, this is a great organization, folks. If you're a retired teacher and you haven't joined yet, 
you need to contact them. And do you guys have a, a social media or a website or anything like that? Where or do you have a contact person they can? I imagine that when they retire, they get this information when they retire. But maybe they don't have it anymore. Maybe they want to join the Murray County Retired Teachers Association and become a part of that um, that brotherhood and that sisterhood of, of teachers. Uh, we do have a local contact person from Murray County uh, Retired Teachers, and we also have the Tennessee Retired Teachers Association, uh, which is in Nashville, and we have a telephone number for them. Um, this is the office of our Executive Director Donna Kotner. She is also a member of our local Murray County Retired Teachers Association. So her contact information is 800-342-8367, extension 3151. All right, we'll, we'll repeat that again. I'm, I'll go ahead and say it again because it's a um, podcast you can have, uh, usually have a notepad with you, but if you're listening in your car or out in your garage on the radio, the number is 800-342-8367, and that is an extension 3151. We'll repeat that again before the end of the show. If you're interested and you're not a part, if you're a retired teacher and you're not a part of this association, I highly recommend you getting involved and doing something with this association. I'm sure Mr. Eddie Hickman would love to have you on board, so when he decides to um, choose a president-elect, he can get you going and get you uh, all excited about the role. Um, I personally am all in favor of these types of things, um, being my career previously and my career now. I think these are so helpful to everybody involved. So tell me a little bit more about the, the Murray County... Retired Teachers Association. Okay, the um, Murray County Teachers Association. Uh, I'll go ahead and give you the number for the contact person first, if you would like. Sure. Okay. Uh, her name is uh, Zia Denwitty, and her phone number is 931-626-2457. And this is the Murray County Retired Murray Teachers County Association Retired. contact person? Yes, she is our membership share. Chair. Membership chair. All right. And if anybody out there uh, has moved to Murray County and is a retired teacher, they can contact her and join our organization. So if you worked in another county or even state, you can come down and join the Murray County Retired Teachers Association. Just get a hold of Zia Denwitty at 931-626-2457. Again, we'll repeat these numbers at the end of the show. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that's pretty huge, Mr. Hickman, that you can, you know, we have a lot of people coming to Middle Tennessee because it's a great place to live. Um, our growth is in, 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 uh, it's huge right now for this area. Columbia, Murray County is experiencing a lot of growth. So there are a lot of retired folks moving into the area. Right. And they need to join their friends or well, there's, there's- colleagues. There's a lot to be said to be uh, with your kindred spirits. There you go. And and all retired teachers uh, have a, a bond that it will not be broken because we've all seen everything they could do to education, both right and wrong, and we live to tell the tale. Yeah, and we can talk a little bit about that, too. I mean, my one of the questions I, th- I had thought about is, then versus now, you have a whole different mindset in teaching. You said that um, when you came into teaching, they were introducing computers. 
into the classrooms. And so I find that interesting. And by the way, folks, I am surrounded by teachers. Coach is a retired (laughs) teacher. Mr. Hickman's retired. Miss Sheila's retired. And Miss Jones is retired. So I'm the only one that liked teaching. I mean, I think they like teaching, but I'm the only one that liked teaching that it was not officially a teacher. But I have a lot of passion for it because my daughter is a teacher. So I feel like I'm part of the family because I have a teacher in the family. And once you have a teacher in the family, that's always going to be teaching going on. When she comes to our house and the grandkids are there, her her nieces and nephews, she just spends half a day reading books and having a good time with them like she's in a classroom because that's what she loves to do. Well, that's what makes... There's something about being a teacher that is inborn. There's some people who uh, say teaching is a calling, like preaching is a calling from the Lord. And and some some people answer the calling to teach, and they really, I've got it. Some people have answered the call, and they answered the wrong telephone. <laughs> but, but well, same, that does happen. At the same time, the idea of being with People in your age group, these retired folks who have similar uh, notions and similar experiences, and then the idea of, of we must give credit to Donna Cotner, who is our executive director, and she's she's a powerhouse for education, not just for us as retired teachers, but she is an official lobbyist with the legislature. She maintains that office that Eloise referred to, and she is a compendium of knowledge about retirement and education in general. She, too, is a retired teacher, but she has devoted her retirement years to keeping the rest of us going. And and without her efforts in the legislature all these years, we wouldn't get this little cost-of-living raise, which is 3%, I think, which sounds like a piddling amount. But but 3%, many years when we taught school, we didn't get any percent. So now when we get 3%, even though we're retired, that helps a little bit. But we do need to give give credit where well, credit can is. Can Donna due. come talk to my retiree people? Because I haven't had a 3% raise since I retired. So. <laughs> she is so, so good. Well, She's, we're getting a 3% this coming year, starting in July. July. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cost of living, it needs to be factored into yep. pensions because you cannot say, okay, you retired 20 years ago, you were making this much money. Okay, yeah, it's more expensive to live, but sorry, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. It needs to be factored in. You worked hard. You did a lot for the people, the students, the community, and you need to be taken care of. Yeah, we, we, uh, we are appreciative that our retirement system is so solid and and we are appreciative that we were among the group that was eligible for this for this pension program, but um, the legislature could could give us a, a little more raise if they were so benevolently thinking. There you go. And according, if to- you're listening up there in Nashville today, retired teachers are talking, and and you need to listen closely because they're an important part of our communities. It's a lot. Of, it's like a lot of issues. This comes up every year with the legislature, and there's always talk about taking it away from us. Oh, no, don't do that. And Donna Cotner is— She's your fighting—she's your knight in shining armor. Yes. Well, go ahead, Eloise. She is, and there are so many other things that members need to know about. Um, After becoming uh, Medicare-eligible— 
The state offers a Medicare supplement, a Medicaid GAP plan. It's administered by United Health Pomco. I have that plan. It's excellent. Um, I retired with 17 years of service, and so $15 is $25 is deducted from the amount that I pay uh, for my uh, in my premium. And if you have, if they, have, if you both yeah. have it, that's probably it's a lot more. Yeah, yeah you both have it, Mr. and Mrs. Hickman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it seems to be working very well. It works very well, and it's like so. We do have that, um, and so that's one of the great things. I uh, I didn't know when I retired at the age of sixty three that my uh, health care would remain in intact. So that remained intact until I I was able to get my Medicare Medicare, su- Medicare supplement. Yeah, that's one of the benefits. Um, you know, working in the General Motors industry, that I still have very good health care. And, you know, I have the pension and everything. I'm not even sure if the the young folks that are hiring in now, if they're going to have that anymore. It's always a question. Yeah. Um, I know my brother who was um, did really well in his life. One of the things that kept him working after he was ready to retire was he had to wait to get on Medicare. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true of a lot of folks. Yeah. Because he, he, he worked in an industry where he, he was the boss of his own company. And he did well, you know, and when he sold the company, but he didn't have health insurance. Yeah. So um, that's a big, big um, plus to be able to have that. So let me let me ask, do you guys meet regularly? Do you have like regular membership meetings? Do you have gatherings? Yes, we do. Uh, prior to the pandemic, we met six times uh, during the year. And we went to four times during the pandemic with some uh, Google Meet meetings as well. Yeah, yeah. So virtual meetings. Yeah. Eventually, we will probably be, get up to our six back up to our six meetings. So we have designated months and designated locations for two of those meetings. So it's always the same. Our, our March meeting is always at Columbia State. Okay. And then our May meeting is always at the uh, Moore Regional Annex and the uh, William Walters. Um, that's right next Conference to McDonald's, right? Right next to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have, uh, I have meetings there for one of my nonprofits, uh, the Crossroads to Home Coalition. We meet there regularly because Mr. Joe Kilgore has an office in that building. Yeah. So it makes okay, it's so a very makes, convenient location. Makes it very wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we have a member uh, meeting in September, and also we have a meeting in November. The meetings that we have missed have been the January, I think, and the June meetings since COVID. Uh, the September meeting uh, we started to conduct in one of Murray County Parks, and this started with COVID, and that has worked well for us. Everyone has really enjoyed yeah. having Like meet under one of the pavilions? Under yeah. the pavilions. Yeah. yeah. And Very this nice. is usually when we will have Donna Codner or one of our uh, state affiliates to come down and speak to us at those meetings because everybody wants to hear what Donna has to say because it's so important. We always I, feel, I feel we need to get Donna down here to tell oh, us more yeah. about uh, the, what's going on in um, retired teachers associations and the work she does in Nashville. We can, we can do that. That oh, would she, be really great because she, is, she covers the state. Right. She lives in Columbia, but she covers the state. Oh, so she lives here locally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. But she she can tell you right down to the wire what's going on at the legislature. And if there's something going on that affects not just us, but education in general, she'll be in the gallery. And I have known her to hold up signs. Oh, there you go. Before she got this job, she was the liaison for teachers. For TEA. And when she, for TEA, and when she'd show up at my door as a principal or superintendent, I knew something was up. Right. And she would always come in and say, 
Well, we got a little problem we got to talk about. Right. <laughs> she sounds like an impressive um, she lady. Is, and, she is and, wonderful. Like I said, called her your knight in shining armor because she represents all the teachers and retired teachers and active teachers across the state, correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. She, she just, she's she's uh, tied to our organization, but she's like the rest of us. She's never given up on the whole program. Right. And, you know, being a, a, a show that really talks about education, this is one place we really hadn't talked about is what is going on for the teachers. And, you know, we've got a, a superintendent right now that's doing a bang-out job of getting raises, which are long overdue, you know, and you cannot survive in this economy if you're not getting compensated properly. No. no. Yesterday on public radio, they they were talking about things in Nashville and how expensive it was to live there. And this one of the commentators said she knew personally of this teacher who worked every morning at Starbucks, and then she went to teach school because she could not afford to live in Nashville. And that's going to creep up on everywhere because the expenses of living just increase daily. Yeah, the cost of living is crazy high in Nashville. I heard on the news, not public radio, but that the retirees are being out they're being pushed out of Nashville because they can't afford to they live. can't afford to live there anymore. So, you know, it's it becoming a big city, of course, bigger and bigger as the as the years go by. I remember when I first moved here, it was half the size of what it is now. Yes. And it's it's a fun city to visit. But you got to think about the people that live there, too. And yeah. hopefully that um, the mayors and, and the people in charge that are elected are helping these people so they don't have to move away from homes they've been in their entire lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people like Donna yeah. Kotner um, behind them to help support them. Um, and I've seen you taking a note over there, Mr. Hickman. And you probably wrote down there, get Donna to come on the show. Um, and maybe as you uh, transition into the role of the president of the Murray County um, Retired Teachers Association, you can bring Donna in for a visit and we can sit and chat. And she can share with our listening audience the passion she has and what she does for teachers all across the state. Um, there's, it's, it's, it, to me, it's really amazing to think that we have an organization with people like Donna representing our teachers. Teachers have they have such a hard job to do. Well, and we don't often have an advocate. We don't always have somebody. And teachers are really bad themselves about not sticking up for what they believe in because years ago, before the tenure law, teachers were afraid to say anything because they thought they might get fired. And, uh, of course, we, we have a, a right to... Uh, protest as uh, taxpayers and as citizens. We didn't give up those rights when we became teachers, but uh, to have somebody who will speak up for teachers is is somewhat unusual, and we know from past experience, Eloise and Eddie and I all have lived through all kinds of uh, budget confrontations here in, in Murray County, and we know that it's just a hard job to have somebody speak up like Donna does. I understand. Well, listen, i got to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back with the Re- Murray County Retired Teachers Association, Eloise Jones, Sheila Hickman, and Eddie Hickman, after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. 
Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry, located downtown Columbia, has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat, yet you have no balance to anything that you say. You act like a bunch of Southern You are ridiculous. You're a horrible show. You're a horrible representation of Tennessee. Y'all are disgusting. You're disgusting human beings. And either balance it out with someone who has a half a clue of what they can talk about. You got a bus driver up there acting like he's better than him just because of what? I have no idea what his points are other than what Tucker Carlson told him what to say. Y'all are disgusting human beings. You need to get off the Three Dudes with a View, triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland, Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Do you want to give back to an individual with disabilities and help change a life? The Guide Dog Foundation and America's Vet Dogs are seeking volunteers to help raise future guide or service dogs. Puppy raisers provide loving homes for puppies until they are old enough to begin formal training. Help raise an adorable pup into a future guide or service dog for a person who is blind, visually impaired, a veteran, or a first responder. Visit puppy.guidedog.org to learn more. That's guidedog.org. Sponsored by the Guide Dog Foundation. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast. You can find us on the podcast at frontporchradiotn.com. Not to confuse you, 
either place, thebigyellowschoolbus.com or Front Porch yeah, Radio. To make, to make the search com. a little bit easier, if you'll just go to WKOM Radio, type in that search, it will take you to yeah, that website. Either Yahoo or Google, either one. You yeah. just type for WKOM, you'll find us. And you can listen to numerous different podcasts that are available through the radio station on frontporchradiotn.com. All right, during the break, we were talking a little bit about some things you wanted to make sure you shared about Murray County um, Retired Teachers Association and the whole big organization, right? That's correct. All right. Uh, We want to make sure that everyone knows that Murray County uh, Retired Teachers Association, uh, we're unified with Tennessee Retired Teachers Association and NEA Retired. Uh, so that's very important for everyone so to know. NEA is National Education, Education Association. Association. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. We continue to enjoy the fellowship with our retired teachers and because we have those similar experiences that Sheila spoke about earlier. We want to tell uh, everyone about the many things that we're doing in Murray County. Uh, we have our meetings, but, of course, we're doing a lot of things. So um, Eddie has some things that he wants to mention. All right. Very yes. good. Mr. Hickman? Uh, we volunteer in in our efforts in education as an education association. Uh, before the pandemic, we were involved in the Murray County Spelling Bee. and uh, I actually won the Spelling Bee <laughs> in third grade. Third grade. Can you spell now? I was going to say, what sometimes, happened? Sometimes. What happened sometimes. Then, <laughs> be nice now. Be nice. We have a reading program with the Mount Pleasant Library on Thursdays. Uh, we do tutoring. We have participated in the Special Olympics bowling and track track and field event. Oh man, we just had a great Special Olympics at yeah. um, Columbia Academy just this this past week. Man, wow! We we participate in the STEM Day for girls at Columbia State, and we're involved with the Boys and Girls Club, and we do do some donations. I love the uh, STEM organization at Columbia State. Um, in my first career, we were deeply involved in helping them in that. Yes. And uh, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. You know, we're uh, a um, a community, a society of acronyms, and sometimes I forget we need to let people <laughs> know what the acronyms are because not everybody knows what they are. So, TEA is Tennessee Education Association. What is the NEA? National. National Education Association. So that's the national version. Retired. All right. And go ahead. And we also uh, give a scholarship to Columbia State uh, for their endowment fund. And um, it's a yearly consistency of $5,000 to $8,000 a year. Wow, that's impressive. Nine scholarships were given to graduates of the Murray County School System. Wow. Wow. So there's a lot that your organization do. How many uh, members do you currently have, and are you, are you always recruiting? Do you know that? 160 minutes members today, and we're we're continuously recruiting. Right, and and like Mr. Hickman said earlier in the show, that if you're moving to the area and you're a retired teacher, feel free to uh, join the Murray County Retired Teachers Association, become part of that, and do some of the great stuff they're doing, like the scholarships, the volunteering. Um, it sounds like an amazing organization. Um, do you have to, do you have to have been a teacher, or can you just be in the education field? Let me ask that question. Uh, teachers, but it is open uh, now to some uh, other people who worked in education, and that was as of last year. So there is the fee is, is lower than that of a teacher, but there are many people who are associated 
with the school system that have worked for years. Like, since I'm not actually a teacher. I'm not certified, but I'm working for the Murray County Public School yeah. District. Could I join when I retire as part of the organization and join the fellowship and everything you guys do? As an associate member. As yeah. an associate member. All right. So there's a lot of opportunities to become a part of this association. And, you know, it is the Murray County Retired Teachers Association. But if you're in education and you're interested, they also have a place for you to help out and join. I like that. I think that's very cool that you have the ability to be a part of it because, you know, I probably am not going to become a teacher anytime soon, um, even though I did tell you earlier that I really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun doing it. And it could have been a calling. It just never happened for me. Um, what do you see the differences real quick before, you know, teachers from like when you guys were teaching, you guys have all been retired for a few years now. And what is happening now? Is it harder to be a teacher now? Yes. Yes. I think it's harder because so many things in our world have changed. Um, The family structure has changed. The technology has brought new challenges to the classroom. You know, and you said the technology has changed, and there's a constant, immediate feed of news. Yes, and that's one of the things I think is interesting. And it's not always accurate news. That's the that's yeah, one of the other true. problems that we have with that. Um, you also have a lot of, you know, where when we started, the teacher was relatively autonomous in their classroom. They had, mm-hmm. sta- yes, they had standards they had to meet. Yep. But they were relatively autonomous in their classroom. And now there, there are so many mandates that you've got to follow as a teacher. You, you have to do this. You have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. And then for our poor elementary teachers, they're being, oh. they're, they're being tested out of their gourds. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's hard to teach when you have, you know, when you're, when you're conducting tests every other month of some kind mm-hmm. and, and, and they're, mandatory tests you can't you can't just kind of yeah. push them off uh so it is more so difficult it's tough. Now. it's tough absolutely and that's why young people are not interested in going to into a profession first of all that is not appreciated that uh the pay is sketchy you know with a master's degree and something or other you could go anywhere and double your salary yeah my daughter has the master's degree and right then now. and then working conditions are you know you could you can stay at you could stay at school 24 hours a day eloise and i'll tell you we stayed after school more hours than we could ever count up and and the and it they are underappreciated. They are underpaid, and then they have all these tests hanging over their heads. and And we have made a fortune for somebody <laughs> in testing, which and tests absolutely prove nothing. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, we're almost out of time, and so I really like to get our um, shout outs that are traditional on the Big Yellow School Bus. So I'm going to go real quick into them. And Mr. Hickman, will you give us your shout out? My shout-out is for all the educators out there listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, you have a valuable job uh, training students, and it's a very difficult time in this world today educating children. And I've always said, as children mature, if they'll do away with these tests and children mature, they can be anything they want to be. That's for sure. Great shout-out. And Miss Sheila? All right. I have a shout-out for the English teachers who are currently on the front lines because I know it must be very difficult to deal with writing with all this 
punctuation that's been corrupted by the by the internet and the emails and also the uh you can get online and get you a research paper yeah, uh, it, yeah. it just they it seems to me that I, I know all teachers have great struggles but for the english teachers the language is ever going to be changing that's normal because we are we have a living language but to think of all these things creeping in here that make it so different where it's going to be as different from our language as different now from what we learned as we are from Shakespeare. All right, Miss Eloise Jones, we're running short on time. Go ahead and give me your shout out. Shout I out. want to give a shout out to the Murray County retired teachers that are members of the association. And to those who are not members of the association, please join us. We would love to have you. There Thank you go. And Coach, do you have a real quick shout out? Yeah, to, to the coaches in the high school level who not only teach full-time in the classroom, but they also teach another three and a half to four hours a day after school on the field. And yes, they do teach out there. It's great a lot, shout a lot out. going on. Much recognized. My shout out is to the Retired Teachers Association. Thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate everything you do and everything you've done in your careers. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank you for joining us with the Murray County Retired Teachers Association, Miss Eloise Jones, Miss Sheila Hickman, Mr. Eddie Hickman. Thanks, and y'all have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. There are a lot of fun days in May. There's Cinco de Mayo. There's May the 4th be with you. There's No Socks Day. What? May all your days be winners this month with the all-new Instant Games. They feature top prizes up to $200,000 and are waiting for you at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The Tennessee Lottery congratulates this year's graduates from all the colleges and universities across the state. Your achievements set the stage for a brighter tomorrow. 
We're happy to have helped along the way by raising more than $6.8 billion for education and funding over 1.9 million scholarships and grants, including Hope Scholarships, Tennessee Promise, and much more. Visit DionLottery.com to see how our proceeds support successful futures. Front Porch Radio is Southern Middle Tennessee's home for the best in news, talk, and sports. Missed out on any favorite Front Porch programs? Check us out online at frontporchradiotn.com to download episodes of your favorite podcast. Listen live or listen online. Search for it on your favorite podcast app. iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Alexa. Join us on the porch, frontporchradiotn.com. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 